Good morning, everyone. I've got a question to ask. Do you want to be a ninja? Darren and Lito will tell you how. They can't do it themselves because they're not that strong. This is the American Ninja Warrior song. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the American Ninja Warrior Rahapa podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is Lita. How are you doing, Lita? I'm so good. I have just moved, which it feels like I've been in 1,100 apartments since we started this podcast. And <laughs> it's, I, That's probably true. I feel like every other podcast I have just moved. Um, so hopefully this is the last one for a while, maybe for more than a year. We'll see. I've got to say, most of the time... You you are podcasting with me. It doesn't look like things have changed. Um, are you saying this apartment looks exactly like my other apartment? <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> no, this one is much smaller. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> but it's newer and the AC works better and the Internet's worse. And yes. Lita doesn't actually have Internet. No, I don't know how this is happening right now, but I don't have internet. There's there's no internet, um, and she is not going to be able to get internet because she just moved, and she's also going to go travel. I'm not traveling. I'm going home. That's I'm going traveling. <laughs> traveling home. I'm going home to Pittsburgh this weekend. Okay. And and can you tell me why? She's, Lita was explaining why she was going home to Pittsburgh, and I said, hold on, we need to record this. <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, Darren wasn't just wondering why I was going home. He's wondering why I'm leaving at seven in the morning tomorrow, even though I get off work at three thirty a.m. tonight. Mm. Um, so the reason is because this trip started because I'm going to the John Mayer concert on Sunday night, um, which is was a lot cheaper than the tickets in D.C. And uh, I got these tickets in January when I didn't know what my work schedule would be like. Anyway, so I'm making a weekend out of it because we found out that tomorrow is Picklesburg. The same weekend that we're already planning on going to Pittsburgh. So we have to get to Pittsburgh early so that we can enjoy a full day of Picklesburg. Picklesburg. Yes, it's a pickle festival. A pickle festival called Picklesburg in Pittsburgh. On a bridge. Go and eat pickles on a bridge. Uh huh. Yeah. You eat pickles, but also like pickled pierogies and like pickled beverages and like pickle alcohol and like you get like pickle clothing and pickle pins and pickle hats. Why? Because I love pickles. I mean, they're one of my favorite foods. And pickles are a rich tradition in Pittsburgh because you may know that Heinz is made in Pittsburgh, which people generally associate with ketchup. However, Heinz started as a vinegar company. So their logo is a pickle. Okay. So it's, it's just, it's all, it's all about pickles, pickle everything. And all of these pickle things taste like pickles, like pickles and therefore good. Yes. All right. I mean, this sounds like something that would be showcased on American Ninja Warrior in Pittsburgh. Hey, we've got the Pickle <laughs> Fest here that's tonight. Everyone's they eating pickles. We're handing out pickles. We've got we've, dancing pickles on the sidelines. I was say, there has to be a mascot dressed as a pickle. Yeah, well, that was not the case here <laughs> in Atlanta. No, they were lame and only had like cheerleaders and football players. 
Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but we are here. We're going to talk about the Atlanta City Finals and not pickles. But can we talk about pickles a little? I'm going to say no. Do you not like pickles, Darren? No, I don't. <sighs> That's so anti-Semitic. <laughs> Is it? What? Yes. Do the, do the Jewish people have something to do with pickles? Yes. Jewish jellies? Ever heard of them? <laughs> no. You've never heard of a deli. Oh, a deli. I thought you said Jewish jellies. (laughs) (laughs) No, Jewish delis. Okay. You've heard of them. I've heard of Jewish delis. Yes. Yeah. Pickles. Big thing in delis. Kosher delis. Kosher dills. Kosher pickles. Oh, okay. Kosher dills. Yeah. Mm hmm. I didn't realize the Jews love pickles. Pickles were such a big thing in delis, though. Yeah, they are. All right. So, you know, I'm not accusing you of like this sounds like what you're saying is that uh, people like pickles, but I'm not hearing that like, oh, it's like uh, it's like the Jewish people invented pickles. They might have. You don't know. (laughs) No, well, neither. Do you know who invented you know who invented pickles? Moisha Pickle. Famous Jewish inventor. <laughs> Who invented pickles? Pickles have been around for thousands of years, dating as far back as 2030 BC when cucumbers from their native India were pickled in the Tigris Valley. The word pickle comes from the Dutch peckle or <laughs> northern German perkle, <laughs> meaning salt or brine, two very important components Wait. in the pickling process. Do you think in Germany they have a Perkelsberg festival? <laughs> it could be in Hamburg. Who first discovered pickles? <laughs> if it weren't for pickles, Christopher Columbus might never have discovered America. I mean, I guess. In his Butterfly famous 1492 effect. voyage, Christopher Columbus rationed pickles to his sailors to keep them from getting scurvy. That does not tell me who discovered pickles, though. No. Also, Christopher Columbus didn't discover America. <laughs> Racist language. Well, uh, I, I will say it was in quotations. Okay, great. Quotation. I give a lot discovered. of credit to. Good. I give lots of credit to this very woke pickle history website. <laughs> I guess that's. I guess that's the only reason why that popped up in Who Discovered Pickles? Yeah. <laughs> I guess there's no, there's no single person that pickles can be linked back to. Yes, because it's the entire Jewish people. Yeah, they're unknown. The exact origins are unknown. Wow. Mm, I wonder there if. Is- Seems to me like maybe pickles are secretly an alien race trying to conquer humanity. They're doing a great job. They've got me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, All they're right. already taking over Pittsburgh tomorrow. Okay, let's talk about uh, something besides pickles, I guess. Atlanta City Finals. We have uh, <laughs> we have the course here. Same course as the qualifier, of course, in the first half. Uh, shrinking steps, off the hook, block run, bouncing spider, Ferris wheel, and warped wall. Followed by the salmon ladder. And then up for grabs, which was... Um, it was an obstacle where they had to grab a, a bar and then swing and grab a, another bar, like in, in midair, and then land the bar in a hook thing mm-hmm. so that you have to see swing you grab the bar and then you land the bar and then you do that again yes exactly yes but it's not the flying bar so don't call it that no um then, it looks pretty much exactly the same yeah this was this is an interesting one i i enjoyed this obstacle i felt like it, it tested some things that we don't normally test um in terms of just like just like skill of 
being able to precisely grab the bar and then um, quickly prepare yourself for the um, the landing there. Uh, then we get to Fallout, which is not sponsored by the Mission Impossible movie. Oh, I thought Fallout was a video game. Uh, also a video game, yeah. But oh, okay. I think I think the Mission Impossible movie would have been more appropriate. Isn't it like Fallout New Donk City or something? <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Fallout New Vegas. That would have oh, been okay. that would have been nice. <laughs> for Vegas. Fallout New Vegas for sure. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Because what happens is the, the, we get the the apocalypse, the nuclear war. And then New Vegas mm-hmm. is uh, is that they've they re- rebuilt Vegas in a in a tiny little space with casinos and stuff. Yeah, I do remember this because when we were in like Caesar's Palace in Vegas, you're like, oh, I feel like I've been here before because I've been in here in Fallout. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's probably true. I probably said that. Yeah, so it's very accurate. Um, so Fallout is an obstacle. Uh, you. You grab these ledges that, uh, like are one, one side of them is front facing. The other side is back facing. So your hands have to, uh, to alternate and then you do that and you switch, uh, to the next, um, you know, ledge. And then, um, and then you jump to a little spinny wheel thing, um, that, that spins and you have to hold it in place as you, uh, jump to the next wheel, which I think just tilts. I think that was it. Oh, are you asking for confirmation? I thought they both spun. I don't think the second one spun. I think it just tilted. Okay. Which seemed a lot okay. easier because they never had any problems with the the last wheel. But then they jump off and uh, and that's uh, that's it for that one. And then they get to the spider trap. Still not my favorite to, uh, to finish this one out. We have so much more struggle face on this one, though. We did, but it was mostly because of their shoes not having traction. <laughs> which is kind of lame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, all right. So we started the night with Tyrone Poole, who's a football player. Yeah, he plays for your beloved New England Patriots. Yeah, exactly. Who you love so much. So much. Really enjoy the football. Akbar is a pretty sick burn on this guy. Super Bowl ring, two Super Bowl rings, but couldn't handle this ring because he goes out on the ring swing. He does. He goes out very quickly. Very, uh, very much not the start of the last city finals where we got uh, all the way down to like the second to last obstacle. Yeah, this one is sort of a return to form. Oh, well, can't can't be too sad about a New England Patriot losing at something. Ooh, his life is fine. I mean, maybe you don't know. Uh, I is, mean, is he has. He, is he have? Is he going to have the opportunity to go to Picklefest? No, wait, hold on. Pickleberg, Pickleberg, Picklesburg, Picklesburg. Because it's Pittsburgh, not Pittsburgh. <laughs> I thought because you there were more than one pickle there. Exactly. Yeah, Picklesburg. Yeah, just not not a Pickleberg, but multiple Picklesburg. Or it could be possessive. Pickles. This is Picklesburg. The is, berg belongs to pickles. Mm, true. All right. Well, who knows? Maybe he's not going to be able to go there. And, and that's pretty tragic. No, but he also has more money than I could really ever imagine having. So if he wanted to go to Picklesburg, I bet he could. Again, you don't, you don't know this. Maybe he spent all of his money going, getting to Picklesburg and buying all the pickles. <laughs> oh, that would be so sad if I got there and they were like, hey, sorry, as uh, because he's a rival of the Pittsburgh Steelers who play at Heinz Field. Um, he bought out all of the pickles. There's no pickles left. Yeah, well, 
Somebody made fun of him on a podcast and he felt really annoyed about it. And so he decided to get back okay. at them. Just please don't release this before like 1 p.m. tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to do my best, uh, especially after last <laughs> week. How late it was. We recorded on time last week. Um, next up was Josiah Singleton, who is the uh, the farm farm guy for this. This is a good, good old boy. Farm guy 69. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's gonna. It's time for this country boy to yeehaw all the way through this thing, which is weird because that's exactly what Taryn says before we start recording every podcast. It is. I don't know how he figured that out. <laughs> we got a yeehaw all the way through this podcast. This this guy's like uh, like um, just the, this whole package was just like fake it seemed fake to me how like how just uh, he's just a country boy and look at him in his beautiful smile and how everyone loves him in his town it's like this came straight out of a you know movie from the 50s yeah you don't think that he actually just rides around his tractor wearing a straw hat and overalls with no shirt on you know what maybe he does but it it certainly (laughs) seems very strange uh in how stereotypical it is yeah I don't know. I guess these people must exist. Yeah. I don't know any. He has like really masculine energy for me. I don't like all of the yelling. But his teeth are so white. Okay. They have dentists in the South. Is that what we're supposed to be surprised by? I guess so. Okay. Uh, He's going to go down on up for grabs and he will not be qualifying for Vegas. Oh, dear. No more yelling. Yeah. Next up was Neil Craver, who recently got married. Yeah, and I loved his wife's wedding dress so much. Can't his remember. wedding outfit, not so much, but she had like this backless lace dress. Oh my god, it was gorgeous. Well, um, this is uh, so you know he. I, 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 I they never mention it anymore. So sometimes I disbelieve my own memory. Um, but used to be dating Grace Sims, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and so now Grace is with Brett and they are married and now Neil who is now with uh, with his bride is now also married and everybody's happy. Yes and except for probably her when he ditched her on their honeymoon to go work out underwater. I don't know. Uh, maybe <laughs> she was happy about it. Yeah they seem very in love and that's uh, that's great for them. I yes. love love. Well, Neil is not going to be happy with his run here because he is going to fall on block run. Yeah. And they're all like super shocked. But like he's missed Vegas before Mm. because of mistakes like this. Yeah, it's I mean, he's he's one of those that's like uh, he's good, but he's a little more Mm -hmm. of a character, I think. Yeah, I agree. So I'm not stunned by him missing out on Vegas. Yeah. We then get the uh, the baby Bergies. Great. Sorry. They they are I'm annoyed by them talking about this record of like, oh, they're the first um siblings to make it to the city finals or the first brother sister to make it to the city finals and to make it to Vegas and it's like, yeah, but the women's role has only been in play for two seasons. So like, of course they are. How much competition is there? It's it's very true. It's very true. Um you know, I uh, I actually just watched a clip from Australian Ninja Warrior um, where I believe, I believe this is the woman that was on USA versus the world. Olivia Vivian. Yes, I think so. And uh, she just completed the equivalent of a city's final course, city finals course in the Australian version. A 
was a little easier than the American City Finals courses. But uh, it was interesting because it almost felt like a dig right at the beginning of the thing. They were like, in Australian Ninja Warrior, there are no uh, um, allowances for gender. Uh, yeah, you have to you have to compete with all with all the rest of them. Yeah, well, listen, us Americans are obsessed with our with our women <laughs> making the qualifiers. No, getting to Vegas. <laughs> you don't like it? No. <laughs> I'm also feeling that's more, uh, that felt more, more, uh, like, uh, New Zealand to me. Okay. Well, my entire understanding of that part of the world is based on Flight of the Concords. So that makes sense. Mm, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, Caitlin, Caitlin Bergstrom here. Um, she's going to do pretty well. She's going to get, uh, pretty, pretty far in the qualifying <laughs> half. Right. She's going to do pretty well for a qualifying course. Yeah. We uh, feel the women. She this almost episode. made it through the Ferris wheel. Great, and that makes her the number one female qualifier. It did, yeah. That's so silly. Uh, why, why? I can't remember which city it was, but there's one city that is completely stacked with female athletes. Yes, and I feel like have the past Jesse two and- cities have been a little bit less. Yeah, crazy. This one has uh, it, it, they spread it out. If your two biggest stars are like rookies, uh, your two qualifiers of the women are rookies. Like, just give just put Jesse Graf in there. Mm-hmm. Um. So then we had uh, Kirill Rebkovitz went out on off the hook. Is that the juggling guy? The yes, the circus performer. Um, At least we- he kept people entertained during Akbar's Gabajabila moments. <laughs> You know what? I don't. I feel like uh, in the in L.A. the Bajabila moments was was really good. I don't. I can't remember them in in Atlanta. Well, in Atlanta, it was like this guy, the circus performer, like entertained people because they had to wait for the course to dry out after it rained. Oh, uh, so they like had to just do like some talents. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, but that rain was definitely a huge part of the the episode here. Yeah, um, John Delulo was uh, was out on block run. It's the very, very young fellow. He wore a cap and gown, but flunked out on Black Run, Block Run. <laughs> and uh, Chad Hone, who uh, who went out on the Ferris wheel. Yes. This is the guy he was that the guy who cut his, his head. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're going to have to be more specific. <laughs> this yeah, episode. True. There's so much blood this episode. It's true. And you know what? <laughs> Bouncing Spider... Why is that little cylinder so hard? It's totally unnecessary. Nobody grabs that one anyway. It's literally just there for people to bonk their faces into. (laughs) The bonking spider. Um, We then got uh, Devin Devin Harrelson, uh, a.k.a. Dougie Fresh. And uh, he's got Mm -hmm. uh, he he has some uh, some babies that he can't tell apart. Yeah, um, you know what, uh, Dougie Fresh, he, he's always looking fresh. I appreciate that. Yeah, he, he's as lit as his shoes. Yeah, I, I think the lit shoes are my least favorite part of his look. Why? Just because the rest of it's better. Oh, okay. Um, you like his like half dyed beard? I do. I, mm. I, I, I think he, he makes it work. I think most people couldn't pull it off. Yeah, I'm a big fan of him. I just don't want to have to look at babies ever. <laughs> really. 
hate babies. I hate them. Oh my God. I bartended an event last night that was a concert for children. Mm. And it was a nightmare. However, I sold so much alcohol because it turns out parents want to drink when they're around their children. That seems like the correct direction that that should go in. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I was like, Listen, I'm not going to card your baby. If you want to give vodka to your child, that's none of my business. Would you say that your name is Lita J. Caboose and you hate babies? I don't know what that's a reference to. I know, but I do. And it made me happy. Do I have to Google this? No. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, Devin does pretty well. Uh, he made it all the way up to uh, up for grabs. Um, but he is not going to qualify for Vegas. Oh my God. Red versus blue, Taryn, still. <laughs> you have a problem with red versus blue? No, my brother was just obsessed with it when he was younger. Um, uh, most, most people needed to make it to at least Fallout um, to, uh, to, to qualify here. There were a lot of finishers and a lot of people that made it to Spider Trap. Only four people that made it to Up for Grabs were able to qualify. So you had to get there real fast. Yeah, but he got up his first warp wall. There you go. I think. That's yes. Good. I'm a fan of him. All right. Next <clears throat> was Alyssa Barcelona, who went out on Block Run. And then Glenn Davis, who went out on the Warped Wall, which you don't often see in the uh, City Finals. Not in City Finals. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Kemi, Kemi, Kenny Nimitalo. <laughs> oh, no. Yes, Kenny Nimitalo. Because uh, American Ninja Warrior is now the unofficial spokes show for kidney donation. Well, there you go. It, wor- it worked for his kid. Maybe. Yeah, I guess. I feel like every episode is something about donating your organs. <laughs> it's, it's actually an underground uh, <laughs> black market organ uh, resale scam. Yeah, they get all these incredibly fit, healthy people to be like, hey, give us your organs. Yeah, you call so the number. You go to the website, you sign up. They're like, hey, just show up here. You show up there. It's an abandoned uh, parking garage. And you're like, wait a minute, this doesn't seem right. And then uh, all of a sudden you're uh, you're waking up in a tub full of ice and you've got some stitches. (laughs) So scary. (laughs) And they're like, "Uh, congratulations, you just helped a child. Thanks to American Ninja Warrior. I think that's how it works. Oh, man. I don't like that at all. <laughs> That's not how it I works. found that unsettling. If you do want to donate your organs, <laughs> I'm sure it's a lovely process at a reputable hospital. <laughs> no. <laughs> wow, you just discouraged everyone who is inspired by Kenny Nimitello to donate their kidneys to actually not do it because it's scary. All right. Well, it's not it's not scary. It's it's a wonderful thing to do. And um, it helped. It helped Kenny's daughter, Hazel. And he is now trying to help other children who need uh, similar help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and Kenny actually makes it all the way to Spider Trap um, and tries to start going up. But this is where this is the first time we're going to see this. Um, his shoes just have no traction whatsoever. And he it is impossible for him to get up. Struggle face. 
Yeah, it's not it's not real it's it's not real struggle face though. It's not like um giving this all I have. It's like, "Oh, why can't my shoes stick to the stupid wall?" Yeah. It's more frustration face. Mm. All right. So, uh there we go. Kenny not able to complete the course, but uh he is going to qualify for Vegas. So, uh more kidney donation heading our way. <laughs> yeah. What a weird way of saying that. <laughs> Eddie Stewart, the uh, uh, the 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 what left right double double guy. Oh, I missed it. Was he montage? Yes, uh, out on block run. Oh no! <laughs> then Caleb Hour went out on fallout, um, but that does, of course, mean that he will qualify. I think he was the only person to go out on fallout. Yeah, a lot of people went out on the one right before it, the bar thing. Yeah, uh, the only one only one person failed there, and that was Caleb. So fallout. I think they could make it a little harder. All right. I liked it. I mean, it, yeah, it was fine. Just I feel like normally most people go out on the second, second to last, last obstacle. And in this case, almost nobody did. Yeah, it is good when like it's something like the Rolling Thunder where it's like takes a long time and takes like a lot of endurance. Mm, maybe. All right. <laughs> it's just expressing a personal preference for the penultimate obstacle. All right. Well, next was I get to test grit. Grits, yes. Next was Grit, a.k.a. Kevin Carbone. <laughs> yeah. The maker. The maker ninja. Yeah, he came up with the wing nuts. They really like pointing that out. Yeah, and uh, my new financial goal is to have a ninja obstacle over a pool that I own. <laughs> yeah. You have to get the pool first, though. Well, yeah. No, I think I should work backwards. I think I should just sort of build a pit and then build a ninja course and then buy a pool. Why even start with a pit? Start with the obstacle. Yeah. And then build a pool underneath it. Yeah. It looks so fun. All right. Um, So, uh, so Kevin, uh, he's going to do, he's going to do very well here. Of course, Um, he is uh, going to do a, a 360 spin on the warped wall, getting fancy with it. Yeah, I I don't know about that. <laughs> this is famously like, one of the people that uh that that has your number, right? Uh listen. It is truly a shame, but I must announce that Kevin Carbone can no longer call me. Oh. There yes. it goes. It's it's very sad. But I don't think he <laughs> I don't is think he ever had the, my number. Is it because of the 360 spin? That would be really harsh. Uh you know what? Sure. We'll say it is. <laughs> Fun fact, Olivia Vivian, also known for her antics on the warped wall. Really? Yeah. In in, um, in the clip yeah. I watched, she uh she she grabbed it um from behind and then flipped herself to like back flipped up. We've definitely we've definitely seen that before. Yeah. From somebody. Um yeah. Kevin Carbone, I'm sorry I love you and your dog, but no no longer can call me. Don't don't you do don't you be doing 360 spins? <laughs> yeah, um, that has to be something that he's done so many times in trading. Because like, imagine like losing a spot on in <laughs> Vegas to do that. Right. Well, like he has to be a hundred percent confident. Oh, true, true, true. I forgot about that. Uh, all right. So he is going to go on to complete the course. He's very, very careful to make sure that his shoes are not wet and that he's able to climb the spider trap and he is going to be able to do it. Yeah. Good for him. The second fastest time of the night. Yes. And it's totally going to matter against Drew Dreschel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we then get to um, Emily Durham. 
who uh, who went out on block run. A lot of women went out on block run. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Rue Yori. No! Rue Yori, yeah, he got to up for grabs, but he did not get there fast enough. He will not be qualifying for Vegas. But there were so many dogs there. I know. Then we got Casey Suhaki, and they did mention his grandpa! His grandpa's back! His, he wasn't displaced by the other grandpa. He is, he is no longer former guy with a grandpa. Now he is just secondary guy with a grandpa. He's just other guy with a grandpa. Yeah. Um, he, he, uh, he is going to make it to up for grabs and he is going to be the person who, um, who is the last person cut, cut off there. Uh, he is just going to qualify for Vegas. So we'll see the battle for grandpa supremacy continue exactly. in Vegas, maybe if the other guy qualifies. <laughs> uh, next was Travis Rosen, who made it all the way to up for grabs as well. Um, and he is just a bit faster than Casey. So he will also make it to Vegas. Um, and uh, there you go. Fab. There was much else. We already went through his injury last time. Yeah, uh, his wife looks like Jennifer Garner. I'll have to I'll have to watch out for that so, next time. So, so that's good. Um, also, I didn't know that he was a college gymnast. It always surprises me when tall guys are gymnasts. Yeah, so surprising. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, not much to say. He did great. Next was Ronald Washington, who also went out on up for grabs and also is going to qualify. That's the third qualifier that went out on up for grabs. There's only one more. Only one more. Uh, then we had Travis Rust, who went out on up for grabs, did not qualify for Vegas. Didn't get there fast enough. And then we had Ryan Stratus. This is a strange run uh, in the way that they aired it. Yes. All of my notes are like, what is the point of joining him in the middle of a run only to do a flashback to previously in the run and yeah. then do like an interspersed package? It was almost like they were like, you know what? That's really gross that he rips skin off of his hand. We're going to skip over that. But then they were like, oh, crap. He put blood on his face. Now we have to explain why it's there. So let's <laughs> flash back. But it's like it's like they couldn't reverse their previous decisions. And so they just like right. kept going. It's like if you had just shown us the run in its entirety, it would have taken the exact same amount of time. <laughs> uh, so, Ryan, it's so I, th- I think what happened was um he he hurt his hand on was it was it block run? Uh, I thought it was the bouncing spider, but maybe it, I just assume that everybody hurts himself <laughs> on the bouncing spider. Maybe, but he he like uh, he skinned his hand or something, and so he like peeled the skin off. That seemed that seemed like a bad idea to me. But yeah, keep the skin on. Um, and then he wiped the blood on his face, and the whole run, I was just like. Oh, like, oh, they're going to have to clean this. If I'm running right after Ryan Stratus, I'm going to be like, can we can we spend another 10 minutes just making sure? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody tweeted at us that was like, this is like the only sport where they allow people to share equipment with like open wounds. Yeah. It's really gross. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. Um, so, you know, uh, Ryan Stratus is going to have a great run, though. He makes it all the way to uh, to the end of the course and completes the course and gets emotional. Does his time on the spider climb count as struggle face? Sure. I mean, to be fair, though, Ryan Stratus, I think 
Like struggle face is like 60% of his face when he's running the course at all times. He has resting struggle face. He does. He, I don't, I wouldn't say it's resting struggle face. I think it's just, it's one of his go-to faces. Yeah. It comes easily to him with a struggle face. Yeah. Like he'll okay. put on, he'll put on a struggle face in like preparation for an obstacle. He'll be like, Oh, here we go. Yeah. He likes to grit his teeth because he's a man. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Um, <laughs> So uh, he gets to the top of the spider uh, trap and he gets emotional. Um, and then we uh, see him with the interview with uh, with Zuri and he he, he cries there as well. Um, very, very uh, nice moment for Ryan Stratus. Yeah, he's our net. I like him. Yeah. All right. So then we see Grace Sims, the uh, the uh, wife of Brett Sims. Um, and she is unfortunately going to go out on the bouncing spider. And then, yeah, uh, and of course, Brett Sims is on top. Yes, and then Brett. Sims, why wouldn't he be? Husband of Grace Sims is uh, going to, despite the uh, the the vie for airtime with the beard bet once again. Um, mm-hmm. if, I'm pretty sure this is the second year in a row Brett has completed the city finals and also been montaged. Yep. Yeah. He. We got his full run like one time, and we were stunned. Yeah. Even though he's competed like nine times. He was one he's one of the very original like he is very, very original, like yeah. American Ninja Warrior. He was one of the three that was sent to Sasuke before American Ninja Warrior was even a thing. Maybe if he wins the beard bet, we'll see him next year. Maybe, maybe. Because his his beard beard will be twice as long. Yes, exactly. And therefore his strength will be twice as powerful. Yes. Uh, so then we had Jody Freeman, who was, um, I believe, born premature and so uh, has always been very, very small and uh, mm-hmm. certainly looks he looks like he's like uh, like a young teenager, not a, an older teenager. Yes, uh, they have a very lame sign for him that says 19 and ninja <laughs> in the crowd. <laughs> Whoa there. But- I did feel like he was obviously going to do well because his entire montage was like, I'm an underdog and I've been underestimated my whole life. So obviously he wasn't going to do badly and then just be like, I guess everyone is right. (laughs) He reminds me of the athletes that compete in Sasuke, speaking of it, um, where many of them are much shorter and lighter. And Mm -hmm. that 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 does give you an advantage on a lot of the um, the obstacles in that course uh the american course is much bigger and tends to favor you know taller people with uh with climbing backgrounds and stuff like that but um but he is more of a, a classic ninja warrior in that sense and he does he does do very well here he makes it all the way to the spider trap but uh does have trouble again with that uh with that traction on the spider trap yeah i'm glad that he's he's found a, a social life in climbing it's a good thing to do for that sort of thing. Yes. So, uh, so there you go. Jody is going to uh, qualify for Vegas. Great. Next up was Jessica Clayton, who is going to also make it to the Bouncing Spider, but be the fastest person to make it to the Bouncing Spider, and therefore qualify is the <laughs> the second. fastest the, the fastest woman to yes. make it to the Bouncing Spider. <laughs> Let's let's be real clear about this field of women. Yes. Um, and so she is going to uh, to qualify for Vegas. Great. What a competitive field of women. 
Yes. Then we saw uh, RJ Roman, the rocker. He made it all the way to the uh, the spider trap um, and also had trouble getting up the spider trap. But uh, but that is going to be good enough to qualify. Mm-hmm. This is like a superstar montage. Yes. Uh, Tyler Gillette also is going to uh, to compete here and he is going to complete the course. The third fastest time of the night. Yep. Uh, not as good as being second fastest in qualifying. Not quite as good. Then we saw Caleb Bergstrom, the other uh, baby Bergie. Please stop saying it. <laughs> um, he does. He does very well here. He makes it to up for grabs. He is the fourth and final person that makes it to up to up for grabs and also qualifies. He was the fastest to up for grabs that failed on up for grabs. So he we will be seeing both baby Bergies. In the Vegas National Finals. And, uh, whoa, boy, siblings making it. <laughs> Brother, sister, first one, ever. One went out on up for grabs and the other one went out <laughs> on the qualifying course. Watch out. Taking Vegas by storm. All right. Uh, then, of course, we have Drew Dreschel. And, I mean, what is there to even say? <laughs> I don't know. His run's perfect like it always is. He's going to get the trifecta that they make a really big deal out of. Yeah, he just completely dominates the city finals course. Um, just walks through the whole thing, basically, and has the fastest time by far. One of the fastest city final completions, I think, ever um, at uh, three minutes and 37 seconds. And that means he he's going to go on to the power tower. Yeah. Um and he still has his headphones in. I want to know what he's listening to. If he's updated his playlist. It's mm, a good, it's a good point. I think we should find out. Yeah. Well, last year he posted his playlist. So I want to see if they, um, if mm. they update it. Yeah. All right. So obviously this is very valuable for Drew, this safety pass. If he had the safety pass when we were in Vegas, then we would have been able to probably see him complete stage two after that uh, unfortunate situation with the wing nuts, although he did hurt himself a bit. So who knows what that would have been like. But, um, you know, Drew is basically somebody that especially with a safety pass, like that's a guarantee that he's in stage three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for Drew, the more valuable thing, because he doesn't make a lot of mistakes, would be something that helps him on stage three. But yeah. uh, <laughs> for Drew, it would know. be uh, the after the body prop obstacle do over where you get to go <laughs> yeah. right back on that one, because that's the one that always screws him up. Yeah, like I don't I don't see Drew really needing the safety pass, but maybe it'll help with his nerves. I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, he is going to face off against Kevin Carbone on the power tower. And Kevin says, uh, I'm feeling confident. I feel like if I can put up a perfect run, then I stand a chance. No, no. Uh, sorry. Nobody stands a chance against Drew Dreschel. Yeah, this Im- just immediately <laughs> Drew just took off. <laughs> there was no shot. No. Yeah. And they both finished, which is nice. But uh, yeah, I get the Dreschel. You're not really going to get the uh, kind of showdown that I think we want from the power tower. Yes, that uh, that is just I, that's that's one of those things. Where it's like, you know, you show up to the course and it's like, oh, crap, the mega wall is wet. We're not going to be able to get the, up, up the mega wall uh, yeah. or you show up to the, the city and you're like, oh, Drew's here. Great. I'm not getting any power tower prizes. 
Yeah, I love uh, that they try to set up him and Flip as being rivals. It's like, what? Well, they <laughs> did do rivals. that segment a long time, a few years ago. I feel like that was like so long ago. And, and it like, was manufactured fake. at that point, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, oh, the rivals, they both got the the uh, do-over pass. What's it called? Safety pass. Safety pass, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That was Atlanta. Um, our, our, our finishing list here, the qualifiers, um, drew with the, uh, this, this safety pass and the speed pass, uh, whichever right one you want to call it. Um, then you had Kevin Carbone, Tyler Gillette, Brett Sims, and Ryan Stratus as, uh, course finishers. Then you had RJ Roman, Jody Freeman, and Kenny Nimatalo, who went out on the spider trap. Then Caleb Auer, who went out on fallout. Then Caleb Bergstrom, Ronald Washington, Travis Rosen, and Casey Suhaki, who all went out on up for grabs. And then the top two female qualifiers, Caitlin Bergstrom and Jessica Clayton. Great. Yeah, this episode is fine. Yeah. Worth it to see, Drew. But me really looking forward to when we get some of the superstar women. Yes. Yes. Um, all right. So that's what we have for you. Uh, I hope you guys uh, have, have enjoyed the release schedule. Keeping you guessing. <laughs> it's always a surprise. We just very spontaneous. You know, you know, never want to keep you on your toes. Exactly. Exactly. We don't get you bored of like, oh, oh, it's always on the same day, you know? Oh, I just know that a podcast is going to come out this week. Whatever, guys. Exactly. Exactly. We're reinventing the whole podcasting game here. Yes. All right. So uh, thank you guys for for joining us. Anything else? Anything else, Lita? Um, I've got an iTunes review. Okay. I think I'm going to read our first ever four star review that I've read on the podcast because I think it's funny. I think it's funny. Um, it just says great podcast, but four stars. This is from Beatles. You don't get five stars because you don't, you did not remember my favorite ninja, three time national finalist and former stage two qualifier, Dustin Rocho. And I Googled him and still have no idea who that is. Are, are we getting are, are we getting uh, attacked by uh, Dustin Rocha? Is this is this his alt? Yeah, <laughs> this other account. I'm um, gonna make sure they mention me. Yeah, this is how uh, you get your your name set on the podcast. You leave it in an iTunes review. Um, yeah, that's what we got. Well, please leave us uh, kind reviews on on iTunes. I'm sorry, Dustin Rocha. Well, maybe if he had given us a five star review. If he was the kind of person that would have given us a five star review, we probably no, would, we would have, have remembered in the first place. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Um, I will uh, hopefully have a calmer schedule someday after someday. I am done moving and have Internet and I'm done going home for and the pickles. Picklesburg. Yes. Yeah. And John Mayer. Well, come on. What? Picklesburg is way more important. Uh, I would say that they're equally important. We're also going glow in the dark mini golfing in Pittsburgh. Oh man. Yeah. So with, it's going to be a really packed weekend with pickleballs. Uh, pickleball is already a sport. I know. <laughs> I don't think I can combine them. I also don't know how to play pickleball. I know how to play squash, which is also named after food, but I'm not going to squashburg. <laughs> That's strange. Actually, how many of those <laughs> are named after foods? Yeah. All foods that I enjoy. Well, there you go. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taren Armstrong. We have fun on Twitch. Right, Lita? Yes, I am a constant tuner in 
partner of Taryn's Twitch. What I, what I was thinking was when American Ninja Warrior ends, we should just do uh, a show of us talking about random things on Twitch. Yes, 100%. Yes. I'm down. So if, if you tune into the American Ninja Warrior podcast <laughs> and you don't care about American Ninja Warrior, check out my Twitch Which channel. Which is most of you. Yeah. <laughs> Which we know is most of you. Yeah. And you can pay us. By which I mean Paige Heron. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For this um, primo content. Yeah, you can also find uh, me on Instagram for some primo uh, content of me not struggling to build a computer. Yeah, Tara's an Instagram story expert. He drinks protein powder and assembles hey, that computers. one was a hit. Oh, okay. It was a gross food challenge. It was. Uh, <laughs> that did look really gross. It was. And continues to be. Are you still eating it? Yeah. I bought the whole thing. I've got to get through it. I guess so. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I don't do that on Instagram. I mostly post pictures of myself, uh, but soon to be my cat and probably a lot of pickles tomorrow uh, and John Mayer on Sunday. Um, so you can find me at Lita Graham. You can also find me on Twitter at Lita Tweeted. Uh, there's a link to my blog there, Drop Dead Culture, um, which is litawrote.wordpress.com. Uh, I just published something on that yesterday. So check out that for my personal writing. All right. There you go. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Good morning, everyone. I've got a question to ask. Do you want to be a Taryn and Lita will tell you how They can't do it themselves because they're not that strong